When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com. Welcome to episode 43 of the Old Fashioned Podcast. You We're still be, here. Yeah, we are. We, uh, we, we had to change things up a bit at Rare Drop when it came to creating content and reprioritize things. So Mike and I are going back to self-producing. So it took us a couple weeks to sort all of that out. And then Clintus uh, is doing some temporary work, I think, with his dad or something. Um, so he's, he'll be back next week. Uh, but we sorted through everything. Uh, we already have next week's recording scheduled. We've got show notes all good for today. But uh, yeah, that's where we've been and what we've been up to, and uh, just kind of moving things around and uh, you know hanging out. But before we go any further, I would like to make sure, even though you can't see me this time, I am wearing a Kings Coast coffee shirt. I am drinking out of a Kings Coast travel mug, uh, and maybe, just maybe. There's a special dropping this week, so if you're a fan of King's Coast, you might want to keep an eye out. Last week, uh, we had the Halloween bags go out. Those sold out, um, and this week, we uh, have something else special going out, and then we also uh, ordered some other special stuff to uh, to make some cool coffee going into the holidays and some other products, mm. so yeah. Go over to kingscoastcoffee.com, join the King's Club, make sure you're on the mailing list, uh, and you won't miss out on anything exciting at kingscoastcoffee.com. Mike, what's up? Not too much. How about you, man? You still look like you're, you're moving behind you. Yeah, well, this room is the last room to get finalized. Mm. You know There's I mean? always one. Yeah, but you know what I did prioritize? I prioritized... The Magic, the magic yeah. Gathering Room. Yes, this is the Magic the Gathering Room. I have a separate <laughs> table for... I have a table in this corner, legit, that has all my shit on it, and I pick the table up and I bring it in front of my desk... And I plop it down, and that's what I play Magic on. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this, because we have to. <laughs> so, Mike and Rob have gotten very into Magic the Gathering. Like, when I tell you this is like a whiplash sort of thing, they, all of a sudden, one day, they just would not stop talking about it. And they're ordering <laughs> it. Mike has spent hundreds of dollars in the past few weeks, maybe thousands, I don't know. <laughs> On cards and sets and everything. So then they're like, well, we wanted you to get interested in it. And to yeah. me, it's very daunting to just jump into something like this. Warhammer 40K and painting figurines, you could probably get me because there's a Lord of the Rings version of that, too, that I'd probably be like, mm, I'm, yeah, I'll paint Lord of the Rings figurines. That's like niche on top of niche, too. I mean, that version's probably more expensive than just playing Magic. Oh, I agree 100%. Yeah. But it's like a hobby. It's true, yeah. You're, yeah. You got your little monocle thing, and you're, like, sitting there. That's Zach true. from St. Jude does it, too. And so does my buddy Jay Glam, who I play D&D with. Um, so 100% would do that. This, I'm like, mm. So one day I'm like, because you guys play online through the Wizards portal, right? Yes, we play Spell Table right now. Yeah, so they invited me to watch on Spell Table like one Saturday or Sunday morning. I can't remember. So I'm sitting there drinking my coffee, watching them play. 
And Danielle's like, is that Mike from across the kitchen? I'm like, yeah. She's like, what the hell is he saying? And I'm like, oh, he's playing Magic the Gathering with Rob. And she's like, what the fuck is a Magic the Gathering? And I'm like, it's a card game. And I spin the iPad around like this. And she goes, no, no, you're not. Immediately. She's like, I put up with so many of your weird hobbies. No, no, we are not building card tables. And then she saw Rob has that mat. Mm-hmm. You're, and it's like all detailed. Yeah, and it's all gold inlaid and all detailed with all yeah. this design and stuff. And she is like, no, that is not coming into my house. There's nowhere to put it. And I'm like, we're redoing the garage so I can do stuff in the garage. You can't stop me from playing magic in the garage. Well, at this point, I'm just antagonizing her. And she's like, no, no. She's like, this, this. I'm putting my line in the sand. No more on, on this. And and then Hunter comes over and he's like, oh, it's like Pokemon, but yeah. for like big people. Dude, that's all. That's all it's gonna take. And I'm like, yeah, essentially that. And he's sitting there watching, and she's like, Hunter, go, go play with something. That's exactly what it is. So Grayson's super into the Pokemans. Oh uh, yeah. And that play mat is basically a like a desk, like a large desk mat for like your mouse pad. It's about yeah. the same size, a little smaller actually, but um, my 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 LGS, I mean every every everybody's game store has a majority, not majority, all of the popular card games, right? So I brought Grayson the one day to the card store with me, mm-hmm. and they have awesome Funko Pops, and he loves the Funkos, and he starts picking out all these ones. They're collector editions. I'm like, Dude, I would buy this for you. If I knew it would stay in the box because it's a collector edition, but you're going to take it out. You're going to throw it across the room. It's going to end up in the bath with you. And I'm just not willing to spend that money. But we go and he every time I go and get some packs, he gets some Pokemon packs. So it's something him and I can do together. So he sits there and we open up his Pokemon cards and we go through. I'm like, oh, that that's an ultra rare or whatever. And he's like, ultra rare. He puts them in his little binder. Loves it, loves it, and then I go and I get, I get my stuff. Anymore, so <clears throat> I love cracking packs. That is an addiction. But oh yeah, well I see it with my son. Yeah, it's an addiction. I, Danielle goes to Pull. Publix and she's like, "I got you a pack of Pokemon cards." He's like, "Yep." What you need to do, since we were talking about it yesterday, and you know, putting some stuff on the old fashioned Twitch channel and whatnot, you should crack like when you get a. Thing, you should do pack openings on Twitch. So I have I, I, basically what I decided to do is I'm going to stop buying single packs unless it's a like a like a like a real fat set like like a, like the double master set that came out. That would be worth buying single packs because it's so loaded. Modern Horizons 2 is another one so loaded. So all I'm going to do moving forward is just buy boxes. So I'll get a ton of packs in one. You realize I'm essentially then too. you sound like you're playing like an ultimate team mode in one of the sports games. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's just but it's physically tangible. So I will 100% do pack openings of the box set. If anyone's I would absolutely do that. People will be interested. Trust me. So here's the thing, though, right? So so like ultimate team, the digital and same thing with magic has an arena uh, magic arena has the online game just like Hearthstone. It, it just went to Rob's favorite company, Daybreak. Oh, did it? Yeah, they just oh. migrated everything over to Daybreak last that's, week. Rob, that's Magic the Gathering Online, right? Rob 
hates Daybreak. Why? <laughs> it's Sony. Oh. They ruined, they, ru- I don't know if Sony still owns it, but that's the correlation there. They're the ones who ruined EverQuest. They're the ones who ruined DC Universe. Oh. Rob's philosophy is anything that Daybreak touches is. They kill. Dead. Yeah. Lotro's Daybreak now, too. So, oh, geez. Because so, these com- what these companies do is they just buy old MMOs and then they just monetize the fuck out of that to sh- like just absolutely suck the life out of the existing the, fan the ex- base. Yeah, I say destroy the existing fan base. Yeah. What was cool about MTGO okay. is that you could, and forgive me because I never played MG- MTGO and I don't know how it works, but essentially you could you could gain credits for lack of a better for lack of the official term, and through playing online you could actually buy physical cards. You could trade in your currency and get mm-hmm. real life physical cards, which is really cool. But uh at least now if you buy the physical cards, they hold they retain value. I just sold I just sold a card for thirty five bucks. Yeah, I know I saw you talking about that. One card. I bought I cracked another one that was over forty. That one I kinda want to keep, but you know you get into it for the investment side. I mean it's no less risky than the stock market, but what's the most expensive Magic the Gathering card worth? The most expensive Black Lotus is going for forty-two grand. No, this one says one hundred and forty-five k. One hundred and seventy-five k. Oh, this is a graded one. That's why. Yeah, I saw 175k right now for a graded lotus. What does this card do? Adds three, three mana of any yep. single color of your choice to your mana pool, then is discarded. Tapping this artifact can be played as an interrupt. So here's so here's the thing though. So look, look at the top right corner. See how it says zero. Yeah. So that is a free card. So you're getting three mana for free. That's dumb broken. And this is an alpha. The the this is an alpha order. Ninety three, dude. Crazy. Do they ever like remove cards from play? Like you can't use this card anymore. Yes, there's a whole. In fact, there's just a a big ban that came out of um, Meat Hook Massacre card just got banned. But then, do people play games where they're allowed to use them anyway? So here's the thing: the format we play, Commander, which we're trying to get you in. Mm-hmm. It, so. Is there a ban list for Commander? Yes. The The difference is when you start your game of Commander, you have what's called Rule Zero. And that's where we all get together and we discuss what's going to happen in the game, right? So you could come in, you guys, hi, like, dude, I brew, brewed this awesome deck, but, you know, I have this X card in it. I have an alternative, but are you guys okay if I play this game with it? And everyone can agree at Rule Zero to let you play that card. Because it's just, it's the most casual of casual. You all determine. Even down to the power level of your deck. You come in and be like, dude, I have a fuck, this is a thousand dollar deck that I bought. Put together, it, 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 it's not, it's like borderline competitive. And everyone would be like, yeah, I don't want to play that. No. So then, all right. I get Lord of the Rings packs. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I get 40k packs. Uh-huh. I build decks from that. You're just allowed to play any card from any of those in any deck? Yep. It's so weird. It's like a multiverse. So 40k right now 
only has pre-constructed commander decks. So oh. If you, so if you buy a 40k deck out the box, it's a commander deck ready to go. It's 100 cards. So you buy that what they call a precon and you're that you're good you're good. I mean, it's not the most powerful, but you're you're good to go. You can play a game. Apparently, Age of Sigmar and Blood Bowl also have cards. So that's a secret layer. Magic. Those are all secret layers. So you see, like, if you look at those, those are four to five card packs with specialty printings. So those are all pre-packed. You don't make stuff out of it. Is that Correct. the Lord of the Rings one are going to be the same way, too? I mean, I am positive they're going to have a secret layer Lord of the Rings. There's no way they don't. But... Lord of the Rings, from what I've read, is supposed to be a set. That's what it says on the on Wizards of the Coast website. That Lord of the Rings is going to be a set because it's such a big universe. You could so is 40k, but that I mean Rings is a massive IP. I mean, yeah. Like, how we're, do you not do a full set around Lord of the Rings? We're having that issue with the fan base now with the television show, which we'll talk about, but it's uh, what I'm finding interesting too about that is how many times Tolkien contradicted himself. Did he? A lot. I've been watching a lot of videos, and the man couldn't make up his mind on certain things, so he just wrote them down. You figure there's only a few books that he actually wrote, the yeah. rest were taken from his notes. But I mean, so. <clears throat> If I'm taking notes down for anything, whatever I'm doing, if I'm brainstorming something, I mean, I would very easily conflict myself just brainstorming. I mean, it's the point of brainstorming, right? I have. This is my notebook filled with my... Yeah. So how seriously are we taking... Well, that's that's the problem. That, that's the argument, right? That's the argument is this isn't accurate to Tolkien lore in Rings of Power. We're talking about Rings of Power. This isn't accurate to Tolkien lore. All right, what what isn't accurate about the orc backstory with Adar? Because it fits one of the things that he said. They're like, well, no, he said this too. Well, that contradicts himself. So that's not so fair it, to the showrunners. It depends. It depends on what you choose to believe. So here's yeah. so yeah. O overall, what's your like? Let's just do an overall. Overall, what's your opinion of the show? I think it has a lot of holes. I think it started out really slow. Mm. I think they could have made some other choices when they were character building. Mm. I think it's one of the most gorgeous fantasy shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm. Um, I I think it's a little bit too niche. Um, and really? the expectation of world building versus people with pre-existing knowledge of Middle Earth. Mm. There was a gap there. Yes. And they didn't cater to people like my wife. Because that's what I bounce the general viewer off of. Is how many questions to, yeah. my wife has to ask me during a show. Um, and Lord of the Ring or Rings of Power, it was a lot. She kept asking me stuff, um, you know, to try and keep up. And not all of it I knew because they're filling in some gaps. But I read something interesting a few weeks ago. I had said this to you in our chat, but I'll say it on here that I think that Tolkien Estate did a disservice to the fans by not selling or licensing all of the rights to everything. I mean, and that would have made it a better show. Only would have made better material. Yeah, because they're restricted in words they can say and things like that. Well, right. And you could see that in the way they pull certain sayings from the Peter Jackson adaptation. Yep. 
I mean, it's way- literally it's just rewording some of the very lines from the movie. In in a fun way from time to time. Yes. Like some of it, like you finished it, right? You watched the last episode? Yeah. Like said, instead of saying evil, uh, evil lives in this area, say dark forces reside here. You're saying the same thing. <laughs> Obviously not as simple, as simplistic as that, but there are a few points in the movie, in the show where that pops up. Overall, I, I, I agree with you. I thought it was um, pretty good. I think. I liked. Uh, how do I say this? Everything's gorgeous as I would assume it would be given right. the budget, right? Why? Why would it not? I love the way that they did the orcs. They looked phenomenal. Um, they were incredible. The, yeah, the environments were amazing. Um, the the writing, the writing. Sometimes it was really bad. Dude, it was so cringe. Like some, like some, some of, of it the, was very oh, good, and the choreography was very, very poor. Like the fighting scenes. I mean, it. Aside from however you want to view it, uh, so, like lore, like I know you and I discussed when she, when Galadriel was fighting the Numenorians that were, um, soldiers, and so she they was sparring were, with them. Yeah, everyone in that scene is a soldier, right? And bar, as I saw some criticism online, like, that's not realistic. I mean, barring barring what's physically realistic and not, I don't I don't care for nitpicking like that. It's a fucking sh- fantasy show. You know what I mean? Right. But um, the fa- she's fighting Numenorean soldiers. She herself is a soldier. Mm-hmm. I don't I mean, is there anything that says elves have so super creature powers right they so do. it's realistic to her for her to be able to have wrist control as the one thing i saw over and over was you would never block like this it's blah 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 it, i'm sure there's explanations behind it but the numenorians were also not your regular humans no and they were it, they were borderline embarrassed so from a lore point they were embarrassed which i like they, they were allies it doesn't really make sense that she would sit there and embarrass numenorian soldiers the way she did and you meet her she's kind of a bitch right but that's the show's vision of her I'm okay and i you know what by the end of the season i didn't hate it because she's on a journey i think to get to the galadriel we know yeah but how old is she she is two thousand three thousand i mean i mean she'll be six seven by the time lord of the rings rolls around uh but the choreography specifically for that fight scene was just weak it was weak it was very very weak I was like, what? Like, you could just see the, the, it just was bad. It was bad choreography. It could have been so much cooler. Um, there are definitely even, things that I think, like, if they spent as much money on the show as they say they did, there's definitely things that I'm like. That's, but that's, I look at this, I'm like, you spent this much money. Where did it yeah. go? And it's like writers from Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad wrote the show. Like, um, you know, that like, and this is where. I, like I could agree with you, you. There's obviously talent there in their pool, and had they oh, yeah. had material, they could have done something really cool with it. So, well, for I, instance, spoiler, get out. Yeah, if you haven't. <laughs> okay, seen. you've been warned. Halbrand, right? First of all, when 
and there's still time to do this, so don't get me wrong. They can still do this. I just don't know what they have rights to and what they don't, so I don't know how to temper my expectations based on that. That's part of the other problem. So yeah, at some point, Sauron goes to Linden, not to Regian, and meets with Gilgalad, and he is disguised as this beautiful elf named Anatar, the Lord of Gifts. Yeah, they and didn't even include it. Yeah. But I don't know if they have the rights to Anatar. This is they where probably, I'm... They probably don't. So is it fair to judge them on that? Right, because then he's, I mean, he's going to go to Numenor and do the same exact thing as a different character. Exactly. So he's there, uh, just not as the lore would, would dictate. Right, but I don't know if Halbrand is the replacement for Anatar or if he's in addition to Anatar. Because Anatar technically comes when it's time to build the rings for the dwarves and the men. Oh, so there is still time. There is. That's why I'm saying I don't know if it's a replacement because they don't have the rights and like Halbrand will return because Anatar is supposed to return. Kellen Brimbor is supposed to trust him, which he mm-hmm. did in the finale. And but Gilgalad, Galadriel and Elrond are all supposed to be like, there's something off here. And Galadriel was really the only one that picked up on it. Um, yeah. That, but it, yeah. But it took her till that time. Well, it that took, being it took said her till that. Don't forget his title. I think everyone forgot that. What is his name? They literally say it in the first four minutes of Lord of the Rings. Sauron the Deceiver. Deceiver. Yeah, that's true. He's a shape-shifting, mind-bending, and I thought they nailed that. Once she realized who he was, I thought they absolutely, like, home run, knocked it out of the park, nailed how Sauron when he would. came When he came out? Because she almost, like, believed him. Yeah. There was a well, point she did there where she was him. doubting herself. Yeah. And that's what made it so awesome for me. It was like, yes, this is Sauron the Deceiver. This is the one it is comical. trick people. It is comical to me that out of all the races, probably no one's a better histor- history- historian than the elves, right? Yes. You choose a dumb lie as I'm a king. We very easily trace the lineage and catch you well, in your bullshit. But look how hard it was for them to trace the lineage, and all they had was that one parchment. They had that one scroll, but it, but and you it happened at the to be scroll, an Aragian. But you looked at the scroll, and it was literally a family tree. Yeah, but that was the <laughs> was only like, one. What the fuck? And it took the, it took that elf days to find it too. Keep right, that in mind. Right. No, but I'm I'm just like because think okay. they, they probably haven't taken that scroll out since it was scribed originally a thousand years ago. Probably not. And what do they care about the world of men? They don't give a shit. Exactly. So, and he, they said it in the show. We don't have much outside of us, but they did have it. Right. And the, the other thing, too, and I had to explain this to Danielle. Danielle's like, these elves don't feel very, like, elf-like. And I'm like, girl, read the Cimmerillion. All the elves do is bicker and fight amongst each other. The he, elves are more like Legolas's dad from The Hobbit okay. than they are the elves we know in the Lord of the Rings movies. Okay, fair. Let me they, ask you the this. The Cimmerillion is just like infighting, arguing, and then fighting orcs. That's literally the whole book. Let me ask you this. When she was in the uh, library, Numenor. Yep. Would not, I mean, she found, you know, where she discovered that the sigil was actually a map. Mm-hmm. Would they not have that same history of man there? Not necessarily, because their history is more ancient. But isn't it more likely no. Because it's what? Because it's the Southlands? Yeah, the Southlands, as you can see, is in disarray. They don't really have yeah, but archives. You wouldn't have it, you wouldn't, no, I know the Southlands wouldn't, but the Numenorians wouldn't have text in reference to king lineage, royal lineage no, for that? No, because th- think when they cut Middle-earth off. It was about mm. a thousand years ago. 
they have they kept seen... all the elven text just because they were allies at the time i mean you're not going to burn ancient scrolls well, they, like they wanted to it, it, that would be well no because it's more like the the library at alexandria mm-hmm. in in our time that at one point contained like the history of the known world right it has it christian well no it wasn't christian time it was muslim history jewish history greek history you know the orient everything all of these places around the world were contained in there and then the library burned down and we lost a shitload of our history right. but we found that they had made texts in the middle east and all that stuff so it's more like that where they were preserving the history they had but they don't have anything new because they haven't been to middle earth in a thousand years what's the lineage for the for the i mean it's been a thousand years since there was a king in the southlands right so I, I don't know. I'm just like, you wouldn't there. That wouldn't be there. Like the elves would have a random scroll, but the Numenorians wouldn't have something. The elves are in Middle Earth, though. That's OK. OK, that's fair. Yeah. And the elves are keeping tabs. Keep in mind, the elves are keeping tabs on the humans, too. That's right. Because they, they need. Yeah, they want to know that shit. They don't trust them because the humans, yeah. those humans fought for Morgoth in previous wars. The, the only other thing I have. There is a lot. So. At the risk of sounding whatever, I, I I don't mind the character of Galadriel like at all. But so the the oh, what's 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 the elf's name that's helping the Which humans? One? It's helping the humans. Um, he falls in love with. with oh, Aaron Deer. Yeah, he's badass. Oh, I love in, him. In that situation, and it, and I get at the beginning. There's a distrust of the elves because they've been like big brother the whole time right i get it but he very quickly proves himself to the townspeople right yep and they start to respect him yep he is a proven warrior they are in a combat situation and they 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 look to what's her face for leadership oh bronwyn yeah yeah, like what 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 I guess there's still a distrust there. That's that's all yeah, I got. I, I mean, it's just stuff like that. I'm looking at that. I'm like that that like. I don't know. What are you what are you trying to what are you trying to do here? Does it's like. I don't know. That's all I got is that they still had somewhat of a distrust in him. But they're in the tower and they're all like, "Thank you" and blah 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 because he sits there and wrecks face down in the burning village. Which I think they said that tower is going to be one of the towers we know in Mordor. Ooh, sweet. That'll be the base for it or something like that. So all in all, as far as pacing, I thought pacing was like a 4 out of 10. In the beginning, it, I thought it finally got its stride oh, in the last three episodes. Man, it was so slow. In every episode, I was like, you said this last episode. My one, my biggest complaint in the show was the stranger. Like, I think they stretched that out far too long. Yeah, I agree. Like, we get it. He's somebody we know or know of. Like, cut to the chase. Like, okay, the Gandalf bait is there. The Radagast bait is there. The Sauron mm-hmm. bait is there. Like, it's all there. The Blue Wizard. He could be a Blue Wizard. He could be Saruman. We have no idea. Eastar. Um, Eastar. Well, that I jumped off my couch when she said that because I was like, <laughs> I was right. I was right. <laughs> Dude, I was fucking pissed when they were like Lord Sauron. And I was like, oh. no, no, no. Yeah. It's like, you are fucking everything up right now. <laughs> Dude, explain to me. Please clarify this. Please. Yeah. 
what were those three chicks? So are um, they Nazgul? In, no, in the in the Far East, in Rune and Harad, and you meet the Haradrim in Lord of the Rings. Um, okay, those are the ones. Those are the yep. Easterlings, yep. the ones that have the Middle Eastern looking armor, and then the ones that come on the the mammoths, the Mumakil. Mm -hmm. That's those people, and we're going there because he says we're going to go to Rune. But, but why do they enter that like true phase form? It's very, very, they, very reminiscent to when so remember Frodo the black, gets stabbed. So remember the black Numenorians that you were asking about? Yes. So the black Numenorians are going to go in Harad and Rune and become heralds of so they have this they have the same form as Nazgul? S no. So <laughs> one thing you didn't see a lot of in the movies is there's a ton more magic and shape-shifting and dark stuff oh, in Middle-earth. Absolutely, yeah. Believe and it. And they didn't do that in the movies a lot. Like, there's vampires, there's werewolves, there's all of this stuff that we know. So I just think they were they were heralds of Morgoth, like, into some dark shit. Mm. Um, and I think they're essence they're not nazgul per se because nazgul will be created a certain way and there's only nine um, right there's only nine and there will be the kings of men right and that's it which we think one is a female because he actually never says the sex of them in the books it just says nine kings of men and one of them looks like a female in the hobbit so I, I can't i hope they bring them a in queen. I oh, no that they'll bring them in one so we'll see fucking the, cool we'll dude. see the king of the dead not show up to the battle We'll see the Nazgul. I think I still think Theo is going to be the Witch King of Anglar. Um, yeah, you're going to see a lot. You're going to see the forging of the Dwarven rings. You're going to see the forging of the, uh, those. That, they have to show them because those are their rings that they're going to for, forge for the humans. Right. The nine rings of men, and those are the weakest. Those will be the ones they'll secede to the power. You know the most. And I think one thing that's lost, and the show did a terrible job of explaining, is what the fuck these rings do. They True. essentially tap the unseen realm that Kellen Brimbor talks about. You're tapping into the power of that. It's essentially the spirit realm. It's the same as, oh. you know, what a Christian okay. believes. It's where the Nazgul exist, but because they're blessed with that dark magic, they can exist in our plane too. So that's why Gandalf says they're neither living nor dead. Can you explain? Planes. Can you explain to me the, the timeline? Galadriel's husband, Kellen uh, He's she says he's dead. He's not. He's not supposed right? He's not. No, he's the guy that says, Tell me where is Gandalf, for I much yeah. desire to speak so, with him. So so this was this was just a uh so in the lore, is she supposed to believe he's dead, or is it just the show's running with that idea? There's no they There's get, nothing. They, they, first of all, Tolkien writes three ways they meet. Okay. So there's no definitive answer on how they meet because Tolkien. They met wrote in flowers. We know that. So they picked one. <laughs> Right. And went with it. Yep. Um, so there's that. And then just like they're married and they show up to certain major events in okay. Middle Earth. And that's so the, the idea that she she might believe he's dead at some point. He'll be he back. Went, he's he gonna, went to he'll war. He'll be in the show. He, right. It's not unbelievable to, for that to happen. You yes, go to battle. The, you leave. And, and you know, that could that you that could happen. And there's nothing that yeah. says it doesn't. OK, so we could still see him because he's pretty integral. Right. I would say we will see him have to yes yeah because i believe no no because it's gil gallat's gonna get a ring i forgot the other guy's name somebody else is gonna get a ring it starts with a c and then galadriel's gonna get a ring mm. and then the other guy's ring is gonna pass to gandalf 
Gandalf has one of the elven rings in Lord of the Rings. That's why he says to the Balrog, I'm a servant of the secret fire, because he gets the ring of fire. Dude, when we saw the Balrog. Oh, I loved it. That's the awesome. Balrog. That's the same one from the movie. That's so Durin's at this, at this point, His name is Durin's Lord. Bane. That's his at name. Th at this point, how many? Are there three? Are there three? We have no idea. But there is a... Okay, because we're still at the point where... There's an unknown amount. The Lord of the Belrogs was slain in the last battle. Gothmog was killed in the last okay. battle. Okay. Um, so or maybe not the last battle. Okay. The Belrogs are essentially on the same level as the Astari. Mm. Same power, same mm. angelic form, whatever you want to call them. They all exist on the same level. Demonic. We know there's five Astari. There's Radagast. There's a limited number of Belrogs. I mean, there's not like an army. Well, yes and no. Because he started creating them, and and you know, again, they're twisted as Tari. That's essentially what they are. So right. we don't know because the gods are the ones that deem how many there are of everything. Have you seen the imagery of them in a more humanoid form? Yeah, I've seen. Because I mean, like, I mean, that's what they're. And stuff. That's really what they would be more like, right? They would be. I mean, the you idea know, is that in the book, it's described as a demon wreathed in flame. Yeah, but it, that could be anything. Exactly. So it's up to the imagination. And the, looked, the whip, the fiery whip is, is in the books and stuff. looked awesome. It looked just like up. the one from the movies, which I it, think was the play. You ha had to. Had to. Yeah. It looked incredible when they finally got the, the uh, mithril melded and you saw Sauron's eye in it. Awesome callback. That was incredible. So now the elves will be powerful enough to withstand, but it's still a burden, which is what Galadriel <laughs> explains to Frodo. Bringing me right back to this. Mm -hmm. Where did this green goo or green black goo that threatened the elven lives come from? It's just a rot. It's like evil. Uh, that's um, it. It's, that's it. it's I, I swore that it meant Sauron was already in Linden. I was going to say, is that, did it have a representation? Was it his toxicity that was leaking into Middle it's Earth? It's just evil returning because there hasn't been evil since Morgoth and Sauron were banished. So you could argue time. that. It's what it is. It's it's it's. A visual representation of him being alive. It's the same which, reason which, the elves showed up to Helm's Deep was to right. show like, which would circle back to Galadriel books. being right the whole time and trying to seek it out. So it's like justification yes. for her doing what she's doing. Yeah, she was one hundred percent correct. Sense. That makes evil sense. never sleeps type of of situation. Now Sauron's been behind the scenes, setting everything up. He's been trying mm -hmm. to figure out the forges and how to control people. And then mm -hmm. at some point he squabbles with Adar apparently and Adar kills him as we know that he can't kill him. Mm -hmm. Um, which now when Halbrand says, do you remember me is so much better. He said, did uh, I kill uh, your wife or your child or something? Ultimately, um, that is pretty fucking epic actually. Yeah. Which no, is why I, I have a feeling people, when you go back and watch it again, it's going to be way different than what you when you watched so, it the first time. I'm not going to lie. So I would watch an episode and then I try to recap on lore, but I would I would curb, I would curb what I'm watching so that I could eliminate as many opinions. I didn't want opinions. I wanted right. a lore explanation. Right. I right. don't don't. I, I just I'm my own my opinions of the show are what they are. I don't need a YouTube influence behind that. Right. Um. But I just wanted a breakdown of the lore. So I was very picky in what I was watching about it. Mm -hmm. um, and there were just so many questions with the timeline and stuff that I tried to piece together. But to be fair, 
to be fair, The Witcher season one was exactly the same. Where they I'd explained was, fucking nothing with the timeline and I'd gave say you worse. no idea. You had I'd no idea where worse. you were in that timeline. No idea. Yeah. At least with Lord of the R- with Rings of Power, it's linear. Right. We're not skipping. We're crunch. We're condensing. But like right. I said on on uh, I I think I said during D and D, it's like if people wanted the true timeline, there's going to be just seasons of Galadriel hanging out in a forest with no shoes on, just chilling. True. Like. You can't. I don't mind then, the timeline jumping. I don't. I don't, I don't either because I don't mind you that. You'd have to recast the humans all the time because they get older. And yep. I just want to understand. Years. Yeah, I just want to understand what's happening. I don't mind the time jumping. It doesn't bother me. I think they want to keep that a mystery to an extent because they want people to be engaged, even the fans that know what's going to happen. So that's fair. I just. It's just. Uh, like is it, is this is this person supposed to were they at this point in the second age or in like at what age were they really or are you taking liberties there yeah i mean you know here's my issue is people complain about not sticking to the lore there's so many things from the peter jackson movies which i love those movies they're which are not lore we're not yeah like not accurate arwen doesn't leave uh rivendell she doesn't she well she leaves when she's supposed to go to the gray havens and then comes back that's it Glorfindel, the other elf who is in the beginning and at the end, is actually the elf that rides and gets Frodo from Aragorn and brings him back to Rivendell. Glorfindel does a lot more stuff in the books. Tom Bombadil, completely cut from the books. The adventures through the Barrow Whites, filled with these dead zombie kings and things, completely cut from the movies. I said from the books before, from the movies. Um, you know, the elves do not show up to Helm's Deep in the books. It is just the 300 people from Rohan defending that city. <laughs> so I, you know, back in the day you heard minimal complaints. You heard some people go like, I remember when we were in the movies and we saw two towers, my buddy Jeremy was like, the elves don't show up to Helm's Deep. This is I was going to say, I think back then there were a lot less people who knew. Right. And it boosted the fandom. Now everyone's a fucking expert. So when they Correct. were like, at, I was like, this is how the arcs were created. People were like, no, 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 no. This is how the arcs were created. I'm like, Tolkien said three different stories of how the elks were created. Pick one. Pick one. That's what they did. They picked one. And they went with the one that Saruman tells in the Fellowship of the Ring to uh, Lurtz. When he says, do you know how the first orcs were made? They were elves tortured and mutilated. Which is exactly what Adar says because he is one of those elves. An elf? Right. He's a dark elf. I didn't have as much problem with with the... Where I found the most issue is the script writing and the choreography and the pacing. Those are my yeah. three bugaboos. Um, they have Which the talent. Can all be fixed. Right. They have the talent. So what the fuck are the lead guys doing? Like, yep. what, get. I don't want to see them get fired, but like, fuck, take a back seat, please. I'm still holding out hope that the stranger is not Gandalf as well. I don't. I think that's the obvious choice, and I don't think it's going to be the obvious choice. I think it's one of the blue wizards because that's it's got to be it's got to be whatever you want with them. Yep. No one can tell you anything and and no one's going to sit there and be like, that's not what happened. And that's not what he said, because all we know is they show up to Middle Earth and they disappear into the east. That's all we know. I so where I are they the going? Obvious east. Now, I'm probably going to eat shit on this. Watch it be Gandalf. But and I, in our chat, I'm calling him Gandalf because it. They are trying to invoke in you that that's what you know what I mean. This is Gandalf. 
I think they're going to pull the plug and they're going to be like, nope, different star wizard. He did uh, say, always follow your nose in the last episode, which he says in Fellowship too. How do you feel about the Harfoots? I love the Harfoots. Really? My major issue is this. backstabbing Kents. Well, <laughs> give me a second. I love the Harfoots. Here's why. I think it's important to know where the hobbits come from. They're from three different tribes of mm -hmm. Harfoots. I think it's interesting to see that they were nomadic. They were not, you know, which makes it show, which makes their laziness and the fact that they're just like want a quiet, chill life make so much more sense because they were a nomadic people. The wheels from their carts look exactly like the doors on a hobbit hole. So I think just at one point smaller, the carts right? are just I think the carts are just going to stop and they're just going to like start building these things when they find what will be the Shire. Um, the reason I like the Harf the reason I don't like the Harfoots being in it. Let's start there. Is Tolkien does say at one point that the the hobbits, which were the Harfoots, the Stores, and the Fallowhides, never did anything remarkable until the Third Age when Bilbo gets the ring. Uh. I think they're still adhering to that. They haven't done anything remarkable. They've no, they just traveled so far, and they've come into contact with remarkable people, but they haven't affected Middle Earth in a way that Frodo and Bilbo and Sam do, mm -hmm. and Merry and Pippin. Um, as long as they keep to that, I'll be fine. I don't mind if she travels with who I hope is a blue wizard to the east. I am beyond excited to see Rune and Harad played out in live action because the only places we've been able to go there are the Shadow. I think Shadow War goes there um, visually. Mm -hmm. um, so that's awesome. The reason I like them is because they add an element to the story that doesn't exist elsewhere. And I know some people are like, cut them out. They don't belong there. I'm like, no, there is a whole point. Uh of Lord of the Rings to to the hot the nature of the Hobbit and that peaceful existence. Right. And that is what Frodo and Sam are and Mary and Pippin are fighting for is to right. keep that existence. And I think that's an important anchor to hold on to when you're watching any version of this story. I'm 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 50 50. Like, I get that. How do you have a Lord of the Rings show without some sort of Hobbit? Right. Right. I mean, that brings it all back. Like, this is very clearly a Lord of the Rings thing because we have hobbits. Right. And I get that. And, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's an anchoring thing. But the other part of me thinks how cool it would be to explore all the other races and creatures in Tolkien. You know what I mean? How cool it would be to go outside, like you said, vampires and werewolves. And you could have a completely different Lord of the Rings presentation. You, Which would be cool, really cool to see that. Um, you can still you could still see them, right? Um, but I'm just saying, and I'm not saying you have to have one without the other. I'm just saying it, it would be it would be cool to see all that. And if that timeline took us or that region took us away from hobbits, I wouldn't mind that. So you know how Galadriel's brother died, right? Finrod, the one we met, according to the show. No, well, it can. It's they couldn't say it. <laughs> this is the Sauron problem. killed him. No, well, yes, but no, he was killed. <laughs> he was killed defending Baron from the Baron and Luthien stories from a werewolf. So See, he kills the werewolf, cool. but he sustains mortal injury or yeah, mortal injuries. So he dies fighting a werewolf. So, so Sauron could... doesn't kill him. N not that 
you know, he's the reason for the show, but they could Soren have branched off him. and has him killed. This is why I think it's it's important to get the rights to Cimmerillion, because while people may not agree and the Tolkien estate may be like, oh, they're going to sully it. It's just an adaptation. Let someone tell the story. If you hate it, you hate it. But let them tell it the right way. That's my point. Mm-hmm. We're no, handicapping I, the ability to tell the story the yeah, right way they, because you could have gotten your werewolf in the flashback with Finrod. I could have. I could have. Damn it. Sauron turns no, into a werewolf at one they, point in the books. They, um, I'm sure they're being hamstring with this whole what they can and cannot use. I'm, I'm, I'm positive. I just, I think Amazon just, I, I think they botched season one. I, 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 I think I'm okay Amazon, with saying that. yeah. That's that's kind of where I'm at. I watched every fucking episode, and when season two comes out, I will watch every fucking episode. Because there's no way I'm there's no way I'm not. I'm I'm watching it. I'm watching it. I I equate it to episodes one and two of Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, it's part of the saga. Right, they get watched, and Duel of the Fates is in episode one. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm there with you. I I I can't defend the show, uh, but I will absolutely. Yeah, uh, I'm that's watching, where I'm, I'm watching it. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm watching it. And I try and find the good things. I don't go and try and like sugarcoat the rings. Them. I just like World of, I like Lord of the Rings. I, I like I, being in that universe. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. Even when it's shit. And that's that's the beauty of Star Wars. Even when that's, Star Wars is shit, it's still fun to be in that universe. I'm right there with you. Um, So season two probably won't see it till like 2024 because they just started filming it like two weeks ago. Um, Did you see what they said about it? Yeah, that was annoying. <laughs> you <laughs> like, don't tell me that. <laughs> right. Please just stop it. Don't set expectations because I have what I have. Don't try also, to change them. It also sets a precedent for like, oh, we did a shit job in season one and we're aware of it. Like, fuck, man, why? <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, hey, look. And again, I, it's not the same, but. I look at how Netflix handled The Witcher 1 to 2. And 2. Oh, season 2 is a masterpiece. Oh my god. So, so if they continue with the fucking world's largest budget that could end world hunger, I'm being facetious, but with a budget similar, I'm they could absolutely do it. They could do a phenomenal complete 180. They could do a phenomenal job and I hope they do. Yep. I hope yeah. they, they got they got the time for it. Yeah, we we, I'm, I'm willing to see this one through again. If it wasn't Lord of the Rings, I wouldn't watch it. I would have stopped. But yeah, it's a universe I love, um, you know. So we'll we'll see where it goes. But that's how I look at Rings of Power season one. For the most part, I liked the last few episodes. I really did. But for the most part, the beginning, yeah, for the beginning, sure. felt like Attack of the Clones and the Phantom Menace. It was just like mm. it's part of the thing I love, but it's definitely not the. If anything, it's the worst part of the thing I love. <laughs> <laughs> but again phantom menace is duel of the fates which is the best lightsaber fight in everything it doesn't get any better than that so take take it with a grain of salt but i'm i'm you know you can feel however you want you can react however you want but just don't yeah. shit on other people who are trying to enjoy it stop please Come that's on. why i curbed i curbed what i was taking in for sure i just care about the lore i just yeah. want to know where this falls in the lore it's a mixed bag because of the yeah. restrictions. That's the problem. Yeah. That's all I cared about. And that's the only information I sought out. 
Yeah, I, I want to see the Tolkien estate. Um, I want to see the Tolkien estate really come alive. Well, I and hope that they go back to the estate and they say, see, you've really fucked us. If that's it, it, the case. It annoyed me so much when the news came out that Netflix pitched them like an MCU style retelling of the first and second age. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the only way to do it. Why the fuck would you say no? And the estate, apparently they got nervous about it and then agreed to this one show. And I'm like, no. Idiots. So, but now Netflix has Narnia. And I hope, I hope they do seven seasons of Narnia and each season is one of the books. What else did Netflix just get? Didn't they get something else? I don't know. Somebody needs to get Warhammer. show coming out for them? Yes. Apparently Games Workshop like the price to license it is like stupid, which is why no one wants to do it. Really? Yeah. But they have they a million of fucking tr- mid to trash tier games. Yeah, but they, their shit doesn't stink. I think for the, I think for like visual adaptations because they're dude, they, they you would have it. HBO. Give it to HBO. Let them they, game of Thrones. Warhammer immediate winner. Immediate. That would be insane. 40K? I would personally would uh, yeah I was just say I would start with 40k but you could start anywhere and you'd I have mean, to rate it NC17 it's yeah just it's too dark graphic did you see did you see did you check out that new Warhammer game Dark Tide it's on my list of games to play I'm currently playing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy okay which that game is phenomenal okay it tells such a good story, Mike. So if you're a fan of Guardians and you it's want my, like that is my top tier the Guardians of the Galaxy is So it's like it's like a telltale experience from the storytelling aspect, but it still has action shooting. Oh, so cool. you control Star Lord, but you use Rocket, Groot, Drax, and Gamora as abilities. Oh, cool. And then you can enhance their abilities. So they fight alongside you, but you can be like, Gamora, cut them down. And she comes in with her sword from the sky and just whack, you know, Drax, knock him out. Uh, and it's, That's a it pretty keeps, good way to do it. The soundtrack is amazing. It keeps the humor. Like if you're dying in a fight, it'll either do it automatically if you're dying too much or you can do it manually. You have a huddle up. So it'll play some song and he's like, huddle up. And they all, the four of them are in front of you. You're in first person view. You have to hear what they say. And then you get two options to say back to them. And one will like rally them and they'll get like three times damage. And the other one will... Um, They'll be like, ah, and they'll get a little bit of a boost, but not much. Um, but it's just really funny, the dialogue. And they everybody talks during the fights. That's So awesome. they still raz on each other. So it's, and like, it's, yep, it's the back and forth still. Yeah. Which and like, what Groot, makes that, sh- that movie amazing. Groot says something and Rocket like translates and you know Rocket's not telling the truth. Like, just like that. Um, <laughs> and then in between planets, you're on the ship and you can walk around the ship freely and talk to everybody and get more information and craft. Oh, and, that's cool. Yeah, so it's it's and you do make decisions that change the game and they'll tell you just like a telltale game like you chose this. So um, choose your own adventure. Nice. So it is it, that game is a ton of fun. It's on Game Pass. Um, All right. So, yeah, give it give it a whirl. It's I've been having a blast. Hunter loves watching it because he thinks they're hysterical. Um, Sweet. It had a metal. I won't tell you what it is, but it had a uh, something that reminded me of. You remember when Metal Gear? I think it was two. Tried to get you to turn the PlayStation off while you were playing it. No, you know some. I think it was Metal Gear Two. They like fucked with you. Really? 
and they were like, That's your PlayStation's broken or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but they fucked with you to try and get it off. And then you would lose your save up until that point. So you have to go back and figure out how to troubleshoot this. And you're sitting there thinking your PlayStation's broken because the internet wasn't huge back then, except for like the Prima guides and stuff. Assholes. There is a scene in this where they try and mess with you in the same exact way. I had to do it three times before I was like, what the hell do I need to do here? Because you <laughs> think you're doing the right thing. And then you realize you're not because the game keeps ending like the credits roll and then it takes you back to the starting screen. And you're like, what the? And Danielle's like, no, make the other choice. Now do this. And I'm like, oh, 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 okay, 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 we're good. Um, So, but it's good. good. Yeah, it's uh, it's very deep. Like the memory that Peter has is very based on the day Yondu found him and his mother dying. So. Um, that's like the big plot point and you keep every so often they add a little bit more to the flashback uh-huh. and you fully control the flashback. So you're young Peter walking around the flashback. So you fully control it and it keeps getting yeah, like you get a little in. bit more story. Yeah. You get a little bit more story back to the day that like Yondu found you. Um, Jeez. Cool. And yeah, like I was in the, one of the Nova Corps ships looking at the prison records and there's all these nods to Marvel characters from other guardians, like comics and stuff. Um, like in the prison records, uh, Rocket and Gamora will make comments on them. There was a comment about Nebula at some point. I'm assuming she's going to show up in the game. Um, when so did this come out? Uh, earlier this year. It's like my game of the year, hands down. Huh. Um, and then on PlayStation, I'm playing um, Shadow of War, which I just did a, a siege for the first time last night. So you take over the orcs mentally, and you when you you basically beat the captains down, and then you have the option to kill them or mind control them. I... Shadow Wars like free on everything, so if it's on I Game Pass, t- th- I'm pretty sure Twitch has it up. I think you can I have it, it on Twitch. Steam if you want to Steam share it too. I might also have it on Steam. I'm anyway, so you take them over, you get five captains, you can put them into the siege. And then during the siege, shit goes down. Like, there's other captains you can kill and take over during the siege. Um, your your captains can betray you midway through the siege. Oh. Um, and then there's an overlord of the fort that you, you have to... Basically, you fight to control two control points, just like you would in Battlefield or something. You take those over, and then you go into the keep, and you fight the overlord. Um, and then you control that area, and you can run missions from there. But on the table, you can have the orcs you control challenge the other orcs that you don't to combat to kill them, to, like, call the herd. Um, but you don't know if your guy's going to win or their guy's going to win, so it kind of goes back and forth. And then you can have them become bodyguards of higher-ranking orcs, and then they'll stab them in the back for you. Man, their systems are just so fucked. The oh, nemesis system's ridiculous. I do have Shadow of War. I should download that. Play Either watch the video for Mordor or play Mordor before you play it. Um, I, I have for, both. Yeah, I mean, you could play Mordor. It's not nearly as in depth, but the story's really good. Um, but Shadow War, I'm enjoying the game itself. It's just fun. I have this one troll um, commander who is absolutely hysterical. He's like your tutorial through how to control your army, and like you'll be finishing a fight, and then the camera pans, and he's just standing there, and he's like, "Ah, oh, mate," and he tells you what to do. <laughs> he's like, "I wouldn't do it that way, but you can." All right, see you later, Bright Lord. And then he walks away. <laughs> the Nemesis <laughs> system is awesome. It's genius because yeah. they don't care if like you go into an area and there's seven captains standing there; they will all attack you. 
And each of them gets their own little vignette to be like, oh, you're here. This one guy yesterday, every time I would mind control an orc next to him, he, his mechanic was he would flee. Took me four fucking times of encountering him to finally get him down to the point where I could mind control him. And then um, it's just like each orc has their own individual traits like another one. He, he has this um, thing where he's like, uh, oh, he's the complainer. Shagrath the complainer, I think. <laughs> so he just everything is no, no, it's not. No, 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 no. It's just Was like, it? Just, Remind me. Shadow of War was the one WB tried to fuck so hard with loot boxes, correct? Yes, and then they yeah, fixed they it. Tr- yeah, yes. And I re- guess what yes. doesn't have loot boxes because of that? Gotham Knights has zero microtransactions. Mm-hmm. All 11 skins, for, there's 44 skins, one, 11 for each character, and all of them are, in, in, uh, you can get them in-game piece by piece. And it has transmog, complimentary, so you can build your own skin if you'd like. See, I, I remember when that was a huge deal with Shadow, because the, all, the, all the good shit was locked behind loot boxes, and you were fucked. No, like I'm, I have, I have right now, I have purple and gold gear across the board, and I'm only level in in war seventeen in, war? in Shadow War. Yeah. Okay, so when you are they still there at all? Loot boxes? No, they got rid of they got rid of them completely gone. Yeah, I haven't. Okay. I have not seen a single loot box. Cool. The enemies drop the, every time you kill a captain, they drop loot. So that's cool. the that's the dichotomy. Do you want to control them or do you want loot? Because if you control them, then you can work the board a little bit better because you right. have orcs under your command, or you can get their loot. Like I killed two of them during the raid last night. I got a brand new dagger and a brand new breastplate. Um, and it's cool. You'll like it because it's like it's like the Numenorian dagger, a Rohirrim cloak, you know, things That's like that. Sweet. And they're all stylized in the in the way that. Uh, I'm not, as, as soon as soon as we started talking about Black Numenorians, I went back and watched Return of the King extended just to see just to see the mouth of Sauron. <laughs> yes, <sighs> the chattering of the you, teeth. I bid you <laughs> a gift. <laughs> I love the way he turns his head. Oh, he's such a good character. I wish they had. Nobody more. knows what he is though. He's a mystery. He could be a Black Numenorian. No one really knows what he is. Assumed, yeah. Yeah, he's he's very very he's an interesting character. Ah, uh, Gandalf, I love when he says that. Big old, big ass helmet. He suffered greatly at the hands of our enemy, of your enemies. Uh, no, that guy's fun. I just love when Aragorn cuts his fucking head off because he's like, "Nope, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. I do not believe him." Uh, but that's Aragorn. Aragorn's a badass. I actually think so they downplayed good. him a little bit in the Peter Jackson movies. He's more of a badass in the books. Um, so, yeah. And Peter Jackson filmed a lot of stuff that he left out. Keep that in mind, thankfully. Like, he had Arwen showing up to Helm's Deep. He Did had he? Aragorn fighting physical Sauron in the Battle of the Black Gate. Oh, that's like right. They, they filmed this stuff. Yeah, yeah, but they yeah. Just, yeah. It never got past the cutting room floor. So, thankfully. Um, before we go, I know we, we could talk about Call of Duty and New World next week. Especially because yeah, Clintus will be here. We should talk about Call of Duty Clintus. And the new update, I think, is getting ready to load. Uh, for New World, drops today it's, on the it's 18th. paused right now for me. Um, but let's Give talk about House of the Dragon. Swords. 
before we get out of here, did you watch the new episode? I have not watched the new episode. All right, so tonight. we'll wait on House of the Dragon then. Tonight. We'll wait on House of the Dragon. But what about up know. to this point? I mean, so much happened in this last episode that I can't really okay. talk about Damn up it. to this point without Damn incorporating. It. All right. All right. Like, bro, Mike, Renera's not in this episode. That's how much they had to squeeze in that hour. There's Fuck. no Damon and no Renera in this episode. That's all, right. all I'm going to tell you. It's tonight. I'm watching it tonight. You have to. Like, so much happened. So much. Um, Damn. But they set the stage for the final episode of the season pretty nicely. Okay. Um, so far, I am loving. I am loving dragons. Uh, but I, I said it last night in, in the chat. You probably didn't read it because you're probably avoiding those conversations. But once after like episode two or three of House of Dragon, they realize, okay, it was just the last season of Game of Thrones they hated. This is our redemption. We can now MCU Star Wars Westeros on HBO. Yeah. So now they have all of these shows. Pete was showing the list of shows they have in the development. They have Duncan Egg, which is like this traveling night story. They have apparently Corliss might get his own show. Um, <laughs> the Sea Snake. Uh, yeah. And then um, Robert's Rebellion is apparently in talks, which that's the one they need to make. Jeez. Robert rebelling with, with uh, young Ned. That would be uh, turning it into an MCU style thing is phenomenal. But that, yeah, because then we'd see the romance between Ned's sister and Rhaegar. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're not all going to be bangers, but to flesh that whole thing out would be would be sweet. There's one called the Golden Empire, which is based on E.T., which is like the Asian inspired empire all the way on the other side of the world in Essos. Um, And there's like mystics and all this crazy shit there. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so there's that one. There's um, 10,000 Ships, which is about like this. I don't think she's a pirate, but this sailor queen woman. That. that oh. Uh, a pirate-esque would be fucking Nymeria, sweet. who, um, who, what's her face, names her direwolf after. That's who it's about. Um, that would be cool. That would be really cool. What the hell is the youngest daughter's name? Stark. Arya? Thank you. Arya's... Direwolf is named uh, Nymeria, which is this is the story of Nymeria. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so they're working on all this other stuff. But yeah, you got to watch the new episode because it's so Damn it. <laughs> all right. Allie's going to be mad that we didn't watch it sooner. Oh, it's so much I, I have to watch it with her. I can't. You know how yeah, it is. Yeah, no, I have to, too. House of the Dragon is is uh, one that I have to watch. Yeah, there. that's Star I can't, Wars. Is, I can't cheat on that. The Andor has been good, too, if you want to watch Andor. It's I like, have to. I absolutely have Mission to. Impossible in space. I have to watch that. That's what it is. So Andor's been been a lot of fun, um, but it's all it's all ending on Sunday this week, and now I'm down to one show again. Um, uh, all right, so we're time. gonna leave House of the Dragon on the show notes for next week. We're gonna leave Call of Duty, New World, because you'll have a week to play New World, um, and I'll even talk about my time in Wrath of the Lich King Classic, which I thought would be better than it has been. It has not been terrific, uh, Ooh, and to see people downing. Notharion with three drakes on week two just shows that classic might be great for the nostalgia dopamine hit, but that's about it. Um, uh, and we'll talk about all of that, but make sure you uh, pick up that Kings Coast Coffee, kingscoastcoffee.com. If you want to follow Mike and I's adventures, you can do so on Twitter at Old Fashioned Pod. We're on Facebook. We just migrated to new audio servers, so if you do have trouble downloading or, or 
you know, doing anything in that realm, just hit us up on socials and we'll take care of it. Um, and uh, yeah, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, uh, old fashioned. And uh, yeah, we're on Twitch too. I'm not really using it. Maybe Mike's going to rip some packs on Twitch. We'll see. We're, we're, we're going to, we're going to rip some packs on Twitch. We're going to, we're going to do some fun stuff. Um, if you're interested in any spell table games, Kevin. Oh yeah. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, if you're not familiar, Spell Table is the online format for Commander. You can play in the comfort of your own home. All you need is a basic camera. Your phone can be used. Appropriate lighting and cards. Super easy. Just look up Spell Table. Google it. We have a, an MTG Discord going right now. If you want in, whether it be just check out my deck list or I want to play games, we try to do a minimum of one weekly four-person game uh, at, running continuously every week, and then we have games going in between that. So, yeah, hit us up if you want in on that. Send out the invite for it. All right. I was going to try and get you a copy of Scorn, by the way. I uh, keep seeing that pop up in my feed. But I promised it to somebody else. I was going to get it's you. It's fine. I, I, I got to do some research on it. And I between Call of Duty... um. Oh shit! There was like five. There was like three games. We have World of Warcraft, Dragonflight coming out, Call of Duty. You got Nier on Switch. I can get you a code for that probably. Fuck yes! All right. Once I they love Nier. Have you played? Have you played Nier? Um, no, it's not my cup of tea. Callisto Protocol. Oh. That's the like the deep space horror game. Oh, Dark Tide. I just I just brought that. Dark Tide coming up. That's another one I want to get it. What what system would you want to code on for Callisto Protocol? What is that? It's oh, a horror. It's a horror game. PC, Steam or Epic? Steam. All right. Review. For oh, I have a couple Halloween titles podcast. we can do too. On, uh, on uh, Paul wanted to do, do some, some Halloween stuff, so if you want to do like. Uh, Okay, Dead by like Daylight one. or anything like that, we can uh, we can do some streams. Uh, is it next week? No. Yeah. No, we're going to do it next week. I think. I have... Maybe. No, I even have more. I You know what I have? I have Resident Evil Bio, Biohazard, which I haven't touched yet. Uh, we could do Dead by Daylight. We could do... Well, we'll do... So, let's, let's, let's plan. I know what your day's off next week, so I'll do some uh, planning for... Um, for some stuff. Cool beans. Oh, Midnight Suns is coming out soon too, isn't it? Is the Marvel it? Oh. game. You know what else I have to do? I will do that later. We'll do that later. All right. All right. You have a good one, folks. Uh, you can follow me, Kevin X Vision, on Twitter, KMagic101 on Instagram. Uh, and Mike, everything he's on, you can talk to him on Old Fashioned, Old Fashioned Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we will see you next week for episode 44 on Clintus. We'll be back. Have a good one. Yay.